Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. This is your host, Lorraine Ball, and today we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects, which is email. But I want to take a little different approach to the conversation today. We're going to talk about using email not to sell stuff, but to build trust and relationships. And to help me have this conversation, I've invited Jeff Felton to join me. He's an email marketing strategist and copywriter who helps service-based business owners hustle less for leads and build armies of loyal fans. In 10 years of marketing, Jeff has written thousands of marketing emails and hundreds of web pages, driving more than a million in revenue for clients. Jeff, welcome to the show. Lorraine, thanks so much for having me. It's an honor. Oh, I am so excited to be having this conversation because I really love your approach. When we were talking earlier, you were really talking about using email to build trust. Why do you think that's so important? Yeah, well, look, everybody wants to focus on the statistic, the email marketing statistics of 42XROI, right? Like you see that everywhere, but what you know, there are a lot of factors that go into that. Um, one of the things that people don't consider in, in that is that you know, some of these brands that are driving really high revenue, high ROIs, really, really big e-commerce brands. They sell, you know, maybe small ticket items, you know, to email lists with tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people. And it's just, it's so far outside the norm. And I think it kind of skews reality a little bit. Now, can you make 42x ROI on email? Absolutely. But for most service professionals, the key to their business is trust, Right. Like trust is the currency of business and without it, people don't make buying decisions. So my philosophy on email marketing is to really use it simply as a tool to earn trust with new prospects, right? Like we're, we're focused on gathering new prospects, uh, your ideal clients, and then nurturing them. A, such a big part of nurturing is building trust. And so that's why it's, it's a huge part of my strategy. That makes such sense to me. And so I'm, I'm bought in. I'm a service-based business. I want to earn trust and I'm going to use my email marketing to do it. Let's go to the next step. We're, we're, past the, we're past the why. Now talk to me about the how. How do I build that trust? Yeah. Well, there's a few really main ways. Obviously, if you're a marketer, you know that social proof is king, right? Social proof is number one far and away the best way to earn trust with people. If you can prove that you've accomplished XYZ for other people uh, and you have a long list of that, if you've been doing it for a long time, that's social proof. That's proving your credibility, right? Um, another way to earn trust, and this is my favorite way, honestly, because it's good for any end of the spectrum. If you're just starting out or if you are established and you do have a lot of social proof, generosity to me is a great way to earn trust with people and ways to be generous are you can give your time. You can just give more value. Um, I love in my emails, I love to just give value, to give things away that are helpful to, to really teach everything I know. Um, and, and I find that when you do that, as, again, especially if you don't have a lot of social proof, that's a great way to, to really kind of get your foot in the door with, with trust there. Those are both really great tips. I mean, and the first one is so easy because you just need to start asking your customers to say something about you. And I think that's something yeah. that a lot of people 
often forget is it is just that simple. How was the experience? And can I tell other people that you said that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And a lot of it probably has to do with some sort of self self consciousness, I guess, right? You know, mm-hmm. I some I'm to this day still kind of afraid to ask for <laughs> testimonials sometimes just because, you know, of my own limiting belief or self consciousness that, you know, oh, what if the experience wasn't good and what if they're gonna tell me they didn't like it or they didn't get value. But the reality is if you if you offer a service to people and you're making people's lives better, then they'll tell you that. They will let you know that. And then it is your obligation to help other people, to help other people solve that problem. Absolutely. And, you know, you said something on that rare occasion that they didn't have a good experience. Well, I often tell people, you need to know that too. Yes. And you may not want to hear it, but that negative comment can also be very, very powerful. You know, rolling in from that, this idea of generosity and giving things away is a great way to also get people talking about you. Because when you share that, then they say thank you. Yes, 100% they do. If you follow, if you go to my Twitter account, or even my LinkedIn account, I literally, I try to teach everything I know. I don't hold anything back. And I still believe that, and it's working. I mean, I, I'm, I'm still getting clients. People still, you know, need my services, but I'm literally like trying to teach people um, everything that they could do it themselves, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, and that's really what it's doing is it's it's establishing me as a thought leader and it's and it's establishing me as a trusted figure in, in this space. And so, yeah, I mean, generosity really, I mean, it's, it, I think it gets rewarded. I really do. Oh, it absolutely does. And one of the things that I've always seen when we've given stuff away, uh, whether we've given it away or I've seen other people, you tell people everything they need to know to do what you do. And then they go and they try it. Mm. And if you yeah. are a service professional, that's the best thing that can happen is let somebody try to do what you do every day and your phone is going to ring. Exactly. You know, one of the best website headlines I've, I've ever seen was from a web designer who's a friend of mine. And his his headline read, you could do your own website, but you probably shouldn't. <laughs> and I think, I mean, I saw that probably four or five years ago. I would bet that it's still the same today because it's such a good line. It absolutely is. I've talked to a lot of business coaches and have conversations with them. And, you know, the thing that it always boils down to is, If you are a business owner, you have to make decisions about the best use of your time. Mm. And so finding people who give you enough knowledge that that you can go out and hire someone or try it yourself is hugely beneficial. Yeah, for sure. All right. So we've got social proof and generosity. How else can I build trust by email marketing? Really, those are the two two key ways that, uh, that I like to do it. But another aspect... I consider of generosity, maybe it's totally unrelated, but I think you can be really generous with your time too. I think you can offer, you know, a lot of, one of the ways that I like to uh, incorporate this into an email is to simply like try to start conversations, to ask people to reply. Most email marketers talk about opens and clicks, and those are important, you know, especially for service-based professionals, the reply is a really, really key metric. And if you can drive replies, what it does is it starts a conversation with people. Uh, it shows people that you're human, right? And, and you have to reply to these replies too. Now you can't just, you know, ask people to reply and they never reply. So uh, a conversation is is another way to kind of humanize yourself and to start to earn trust. So uh, I think, you know, 
starting that conversation is being generous with your time. And that's kind of where I was going with the generosity piece there. Being generous with your time, starting conversations, engaging with people. To me, that's another way, even on social media, that's true on social media. The more that you can engage with people and just start those conversations, the easier it is to earn trust. I mean, trust is the currency of business. You have to, you have to establish it. We look at some of these, you know, some of these really, really popular figures, you know, like in the solopreneur world, Justin Welsh is, is, is a really popular uh, figure. And, you know, we want to do everything like Justin Welsh does. But I mean, you got to remember that he has credibility that I don't have, you know, he, he has a ton of credibility. Those are things that, you know, he, he took years, these, you know, these, these experts, these gurus, they take years to establish this credibility. And you can't expect, you know, just because you send an email and you tell somebody how great you are, that they're going to be ready to buy from you, you know? And so it, it takes time. Trust is the currency of business. You have to establish that first, foremost, and often. I love that line. Trust is the currency of business. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have it made into a bumper sticker. Well, I stole it. So I, I'll have to give you credit for where I actually got it from, but I'm sure she wouldn't mind. It is true. And particularly if you're a service-based business, it's not like you have a product that people can touch. They're yes. going to connect with you or they're yes. not. And something that you said that I was thinking about was, you know, you're talking about you throw a question out there, you encourage people to respond and only a few do. But one of the things that that helps you do as someone who is selling essentially your time is figure out who your qualified prospects are. Because now you're narrowing that funnel. So it's not just building trust, but it's really building a dialogue with the people who are going to care to keep talking to you. Yeah, for sure. You know, I like to say that replies are the holy grail of um, email engagement. Opens are great. You know, we can't really trust opens because of Apple's privacy policy these days. So, you know, they are what they are. They tell a story, but not the whole story. Clicks are good, but clicks tell part of the story. Again, they don't really tell the full story. Replies, again, replies, like you said, they, they build trust. They start a conversation. They show you who's really interested and who's really not. Um, so, yeah, replies to me, I mean, I more and more of my strategy is, is leaning towards how can I get these people to reply to my emails? How can I get them to... Uh, start a conversation with me because that's usually where deals are won in, in the conversations, especially, especially if you're a service professional with a high ticket offer, you know, you're going to win that deal in a conversation, not from a click. Absolutely. Jeff, this has been fabulous. And I'm going to encourage all of my listeners. There's going to be a link to Jeff's website in the show notes. Go ahead and Click on it and sign up for his email newsletter so you can see firsthand how all of this works. If you go to my website, I have a free email marketing checklist. It's going to help you really kind of take all the guesswork out of what do I do? Where do I start? Um, it'll walk through it, and it actually has 26 emails attached with it. So you kind of get a, a like a month long mini crash course on how to build your email marketing system from from scratch. Wonderful. Jeff, thank you again for being a part of the show. Thank you, Lorraine. This was fun. If you've enjoyed today's conversation and you'd like to find other resources for your business, look for worksheets, white papers, webinars, and more in our digital toolbox. And be sure to look for other episodes of More Than A Few Words wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.